The 210 is the county hurdle. Again, traditionally one of the difficult, the most difficult puzzles to solve of uh, Cheltenham Festival Week, which is why we've got experts like Michael Carpaccio with us to solve the puzzle for us. Michael, how are we making our hard-earned hit? Oh dear, well, there's a surprise package in the race, number 17, but I wonder if I can that cunt. Uh, you know I'm a Donegal man, and uh, but not far from Donegal is West Cork. West Cork, number 13, 17 to 2 for me, £7.50 each way, I'll be out going on. And I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say Colonel Mustard will be out of it, but uh, for me it's West Cork, David. Colonel Mustard with the hammer in the Cheltenham Guinness Village. Um, great stuff. West Cork, it's like myself as well. Uh, great for last time, the Great Wood, we spoke about it on the podcast a couple of days ago, the, the, the Great Wood Hurdle form uh, is proving to be very, very, very solid. A couple of winners have actually come out. A couple of runners out of that race have come on already won at the festival this week. I think West Cork's well handicapped for Marker 141. Uh, so I think he looks a double figure price. I think he just can't miss the frame. So really interested in West Cork. Seamus, any thoughts on the county? Uh, well, it's a difficult puzzle to solve, as you say. Um, the county every year is very difficult. I like West Cork, I like the Great Wood Forum, I see that. Uh, from the Irish angle, I see Stateman. There's uh, a lot of money for it this week. Um, I think uh, I saw Ruby Wells talking about it, and he said it's definitely a graded, uh, a graded runner, and it's running in a handicap, so it's almost a tip in itself. So, Stateman and um, West Cork for me. Great stuff. So we move into uh, the third race on the card. I'll look forward to seeing you later on in the Guinness Village, Seamus. So fourth race. The uh, the feature on day five, you know, indeed the feature of the week at Cheltenham is the Cheltenham Gold Cup. We've got um, a couple of previous winners. Obviously, you've got Manolo Rindo coming back to defend the crown. Uh, defend the crown. You've got uh, album photo. Album photo. Obviously, two time yeah, winner man. in the past. Uh, Michael, what are your thoughts on the the Gold Cup this year? Uh, I did take it up from there. Dude. Obviously, I like album photo. I like Manolo Rindo. I plus tired of fact, but for me, it's Michael and Andrew Galvin as the one. Uh, for uh, the Bayes, Gordon Elliott again. I like the connections. I like the going. I like the legs on the bay. So it'd be the Michael Galvin for me at seventy-two. Great stuff. Uh, I like Galvin myself. To be honest, I think this is one of those horses that, because it's been coming along steadily, I think it's one ridiculous number of its starts. So what it runs, I think it just gets better and better and better. I think it'll love the uh, this stamina test as it always is because they always go a million miles an hour. The other one I like is Protectorat. For uh, Dan Skelton, um, been kept fresh purposefully for this. The the stats all tell you that Gold Cup winners generally they win it on the first try if they're coming back, and they've not obviously won it. They, they struggle, uh, so I think protector at a double figure price is good. But I I definitely agree with you on uh, on Galvin as well. Seamus, any um any any thoughts on the Gold Cup? Uh, well, David, I think you summarised it perfectly. To be honest with you, uh, Galvin. Bit short price, no. Uh, if you were on a few weeks ago, you could have been on much bigger prices. I think he'll like the test, he won't mind the going. It stays all day, so yeah, Galvin from the Irish, I think, is good. Uh, and protect, protect was, you know, I didn't know it's such a, a, a stamina laden horse, but the way it won last time from being so keen going all the way around, I think Protect Rat's going to be there thereabouts as well. So I'm um, looking forward to it later on in the day. Brilliant. So there you go. Gold Cup summarised. We move in to race five on the final day of Cheltenham 2022. It is the Fox Hunters uh, run over the same 
distance, obviously the same course as the Gold Cup, but for the amateurs and the, the hunter chasers. So, Michael, any thoughts on the fox hunters? I'll be honest, David, I've had a good look at it this morning and, you know, it's a bit of a wide open race, but I do like the look of win leader. You know, it's one for chasers, nine points of points. It likes to trip. It likes the ground. And it's second five five to one. Um, Billaway is obviously the five for the Mullins yard. I like the connections, but I don't like the horse. So for me, it's wing leader. Get on in each way, you get your money back for a place. Fantastic. I've not got a strong view on the, the Fox Hunters, to be fair. I was on Paul Up Bay last year at 20s, which made the week, to be fair. Um, Billaway, been second in it the last two years. Bidding to go close. I'd be trying to take that on at such a short price, to be fair. If I was taking on with anything, I'd. I don't know, Bob and Co. David Maxwell. Um obviously he's the owner, he rides it, he rides all his own horses. Um you could probably argue on this season's form each other, but he's got the strongest piece of form. But yeah, not got a not got a, a mad opinion on the Fox Hunters. What about yourself, Seamus? I know, Jesus David, I won't be having a bet here, I don't think. Alright, brilliant. Well we'll move into race six then. Swiftly. Hello and welcome to day four of the Cheltenham Festival. The final day, it's been a fantastic week. Hopefully you've picked some winners. We've put a few up for you over the past three days. We're going to the fourth day. You can probably hear it in the voice. It was a late one last night, celebrating Alaho's victory. The absolute misery of galloping the champ, falling at the last. But onwards and upwards in today four. Uh, I'm joined by Seamus Guinness and you'd be delighted to know Michael Carpaccio joins us again this morning. We're going to rattle through the races today, hopefully find you a few winners and maybe look forward to next season's festival. So without further ado, let's get cracking. Race one on day four. So we kick off proceedings with the triumph hurdle. Uh, I know uh, Michael Carpaccio has been dying to give us a selection uh, in this race this morning as he's throwing bottles around the room. Uh, Michael, what are your thoughts on the triumph? <sighs> David, uh, I'll just recap what yesterday was about 24 hours for myself in the bays. Um, we've already put a horse out to pasture called Callan. Uh, we, lost a lot. we lost a good man last night in Callan, but uh, he's gone out to pasture. In terms of racing, it was a shit show. I hope you didn't follow any of my tips yesterday. But today is going to be another day. And I tell you, in the first, I'll have a bit of Pied Piper. 11 to 4. 3 to 1 on the exchanges. Don't bother each way because you lose money. We'll have a bit of that. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Michael. What about yourself, Seamus? What are your thoughts on the triumph? Uh, well, David, you know, it's been a long week and I need a few winners on the last day just to ease a bit of the pain, you know, so... I like a horse here called Ilete Tamp. Um, it finished uh, about five lengths behind Vauban. Uh, last time in the spring, juvenile at Leperstown. Staying on fastest of all. I think a bit more of a test at, at Cheltenham suited quite well. They always go fast in the juvenile, in the in the, uh, in the Triumph. So I'm interested in Ilete Tamp at the top of the market. I think Vauban's very solid, to be honest with you. I mean... He's a, he couldn't sound any more like a cross between Votor and Duvan, and that's a tip in itself, I think, that have called it that name. Uh, I think so, Vauban and Elite uh, Hatam for me in the first. Fantastic. So, uh, I, I concur, actually, um, <coughs> with you there, Seamus. Um, I'd, be, uh, I'd be all of those two selections as well. 
So we move into the second race. For me here, Langadan is the most interesting horse, only beaten last year by Galloping Deschamps that would have lobbed in yesterday if it would have just jumped uh, the last. I think it's a well-in horse. It's, yeah, it's run at Taunton last time. Really, really eye-catching run. Just a bit of a pipe opener for this. But yeah, Langadan for me. Um, hopefully that brings down a successful Cheltenham Festival for you. Remember, only bet what you can afford to lose. And always remember at the Cheltenham Festival to drink irresponsibly. So it's the Mayor's Chase. Michael, any strong thoughts on the Mayor's this year? Well, David, I'll be honest. I really like the look of Conscious Sister. I've backed it before. I know it likes the ground. It's experienced, eight-year-old. The way it's lovely. And again, Mullins and uh, the connections, I like it. I think you get on the nose, it'll bring it home for you. So Conscious Sister. Interesting. Funny, I'd be, I'd be against Conscious Sister myself. I like Ellie May, we've put it previously up on the podcast earlier on in the year. A uh, much, much bigger prize, but I really like Ellie May here. I don't think Constantista jumps well enough. Um, the other one I'd potentially be interested in would be Mount Ida. Really, really impressive last year in the Kim York, coming from last to first. Jumps a bit out to its right. Would need to jump a little bit better, I think, to take these on. Um, but they'd be the, my two against the field. Um, how about yourself, Seamus? What are you, are you, have you got a, a strong fancy in the mares? Well, Jesus, there it is, you know, I love mares myself, uh, not necessarily with four legs. But uh, having said that, I will be back in Ellie May here in the mares. Brilliant. So we've got one race left. You've backed six winners. It's coming into the last. It's the Martin Pipe uh, handicap for the conditionals. Uh, we're going to kick straight into it. Michael, on the Martin Pipe, have you got any strong selections for yeah, I'll your... I'll tell you a story, David. Martin Pipe's actually my brother's cousin's uncle's godfather. And um, I once went to a funeral where Martin Pipe's second cousin was there. So, obviously, we've got strong connections with that one. For me, um, it's wide open. Last of the day, it's an absolute fucking shit show. But... Um, Adamantly chosen at 13 to 2 would be what I've been going on. Which is the Albert Bartlett. Michael, on the Albert Bartlett, what are your thoughts? Well, obviously, you got you got Hillcrest Favour, so it's got a chance. Ginto, I like the look of the boy. Manalica Corner, it's not for me, that horse. But Chantreuse, backed in from 25 to 1 two to three days ago. It's now there at 10s. A very good friend of mine, Daniela Melishno, has had a double with that with uh, a horse yesterday. He's in for a big price, and uh, I'm on that each way. Rachel Blackmore taking the right, David. Great stuff. It's interesting. Looking at the top of the market, you obviously you've got Ginto, you've got Hillcrest. Hillcrest is famed for being one of the biggest horses in training. Massive, massive horse. I'm just worried a bit about its jumping, to be fair, here in a, in a, in a test like this. It's not a natural jumper offence, it's the size of it, it sort of walks through them. Uh, it doesn't seem to affect it, but it wouldn't be for me. I'd be probably looking to get Ginto's beat as well. Um, I'd be looking a little bit further down the market. Bardenstown Lad, I think, is an interesting horse. For John McConnell, I think this, if this was trained by a, you know, a Nicky Henderson or Willie Mullins, this would easily be a single-figure price. Um, I think that's interesting. It definitely stays, it'll like the going. I think the, the, I think the, track, uh, the track will suit it, so... Uh, I'm interested a little bit in Barden's Town Ladder. I've, I've had some bigger prices as well in the past few months, which is great. Uh, Seamus, is there any uh, anything interesting from the Irish angle in the uh, in the Albert Bartlett? Uh, well, Jane, towards the top of the market, I think he's an improving horse. Um, 
it's not been over the trip, but they say it's kind of suited. Um, so Jen Talk could potentially be interesting. I'm not a Manila Kakona fan. Um, I'd have been interested in Manila Kakona, funnily enough, that was going to run. Uh, it's been pulled out. Um, but yeah, I'd probably... Hillcrest, his jumping is what worries me, to be fair. So um, I don't think I could be with him at such a short price um, in a race like this. I won't be going mad. I'll be in the Guinness Village by now anyway. Fourth race, Gold Cup 